I like syrup rich and delicious. Well, my syrup is very thick and rich. <laughs> you like maple syrup on your pancakes? Canadian made with no artificial ingredients. This is... What is this called again? (laughs) This is the Maple Syrup Podcast. I'm I'm trying to be the nice wholesome guy and everybody else is heathens around me. (laughs) Okay, Ryan. (laughs) What? Okay. Wow, you guys are wearing dueling hats today. Wow, no, we out. (laughs) We took our L. (laughs) I've been took my L since the beginning of the season, so let's yeah, not even no, get you, that. You, you bowed out of NFL. Yeah, I boycotted. Who's your team? I'm not at liberty to discuss right now. Are you a Giants fan? Hell no. Oh. Hell I'm going to be doing no. a podcast for a Giants fan. I'm a Jets fan. <laughs> Jets? <laughs> That's <laughs> why I said I'm not at liberty to discuss <laughs> anything <laughs> for the next four seasons. You just Until like, we Jets, find a good coach. the Jets have a better season than the Giants, though? Yeah, yeah. By, like, what, two games? New York Giants are tragically bad. First and foremost, f*** you and New England. I said it. Wow, so that's how we're starting the podcast, everybody. (laughs) Welcome to the Maple Syrup Podcast. Yo, what's going on? It's Drewski here. It's Art Chung. Um, Make sure to follow. No, we'll do all that. No, we'll do that later. Don't worry about that. You come in here. No, no, hold on. No, no, Drew. No, 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 time out. Hold on. Let's let's just balance out the foundation first, okay? Let's just set the foundation. All right, go ahead. Good ground. I'm gonna get it. Then I'm gonna get it. Um, wow, the animosity just got like real in less than two. Oh, I love Keisha's music. Oh, I love Keisha's music. Um, However, listen. So here's the thing. I've known Keisha. uh, Keisha's what? Probably what? Six years now. Yeah. I've known Drew. I've known her for six years. Okay. And every year, every year that is like our relation, our friendship, and our relationship kind of got higher and higher and higher. It's her craft that got better and better and better. In 2016, and quote me if I'm wrong, I said that Keisha Fresh is the next person to hold out for not just Canadian women facts on a on a whole, but just on hip hop generally. Because one, she's a lover of the craft. Mm-hmm. She's a lover of the culture. Um, we just had Seven Days here a couple days ago. Great guy, I like him. If I don't know Seven Days to be probably the guy that has the most shoes in the world, Keisha Fresh is right next to him <laughs> by like by like a thread, and I mean like literally a thread of a shoe. Wow. However, I stand by what I said because she's been on pretty much every major blog you can think of. Every major website you can think of. She's gotten the the crown from Mishy Me. Yep. Cardinal Official. Yep. Um, oh my God. Even across, the, even in God rest his, his soul, Combat Jack. I, I remember I told you the story. Yep. I was at a show and I was hosting a show um, and she was one of the featured artists. I would think, was, was it Palette Six with uh, yeah. The Hustle? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah. a little birdie was, I had to kind of give the, the, the ground the groundwork. And a little birdie told me in my ear that Combat Jack was in the building. Mm-hmm. Come to find out, while Combat Jack is in the building, Keisha Fresh is on stage. Combat Jack is like, yo, who's this girl, yo? Who's this girl, yo? She's dope. She's keeping it real. She's keeping it authentic. Two twos. He goes on a podcast. And he says something about, yo, Toronto's really holding it down. There's really one artist that really stands out, too. Keisha Fresh. 
Wow. It's unfortunate Combat Jack is not here, but if we all know who Combat Jack is, if it don't come through his mouth, it ain't real. Facts. Okay? Very excited. I've been riding for her career since I knew her, since like since the first day, and I've never looked and she's never looked back ever since. <laughs> we are so glad and we are elated to have the next thrown to the grace of Yes, Canadian hip hop. Yep. Yes, hip-hop. female hip hop. Just hip hop in general. God damn it. Talk your shit. Keisha Fresh is in the building. Ah, let's oh make some drop the bombs. Everyone time. What an introduction. I love you. <laughs> like, oh man. All right, now can I get my shit? Uh, okay, oh, now this is where everything. Now this is where the animosity just drops. <laughs> Keisha. Okay, we're gonna go back to talk about some of those things you mentioned. But yes, let's talk about them. No, no, I want to hear. Let's talk about them dirty birds. Okay. Oh lord. You can't even make it to the playoffs again after almost winning the Super Bowl last year. You come into my Can studio. Can we not do this, please, No, guys? no, no. You stop. You come into my studio. <laughs> I show you nothing but love. <laughs> I just have, and all I see... Fans, I just have a Patriots hat on, guys. I don't like, no, 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 no. Not the way I you're holding that. Not the way I how you're scrunching up. I didn't you're, say you're anything, scrunching guys. up. You're holding it with a level of confidence. I just fixed it a little bit. It was off. And I just got attacked as I walked in the door. It's a lot of Falcons all day. But... Not this season. I'm a Jets fan, so I'm I'm definitely out of Let this conversation. Let me be honest. Let okay. me be honest. You can hate him all you want. Tom Brady is the greatest quarterback to ever play this game. And you I can will hate agree him. with you. We can. I hate just him. don't like the man. And that's okay. Him and I'm his okay with you not. We forgot about the deflated footballs. I'm okay, but Tom Brady wasn't the only person that had to play with that deflated. Yeah, right. Yeah, okay. okay. If you're playing okay. a Are game, you sure about that one, yeah, Keisha? Absolutely. If you're playing a game, I don't think he's human. I want a DNA test. Let me tell you the honest truth. All right. It starts from the top down. I mean, we have great ownership who he puts trust into his coach. Yo, Belichick. Gets, listen, Kraft puts trust oh, in the Belichick. Belichick puts trust into his player. And he gets turned every championship game. That's how you win. That's how you win. You have prize. You guys want everybody that game stays. Last week. Everyone much. stays in their lane, and they mm. do what they got to do in the lane. Kraft is a good owner. Belichick is a good coach. Brady's a good quarterback. He leads his team. It just is what it is. I mean, Brady, it's, he he is non-human. I, I don't know. I can't. Okay, I, see, I, and this is why I respect you because you're an actual fan and not just jumping on this eight-year bandwagon. I've never been like that. I've been a Patriot. I have pictures of me as a kid, as a Patriots fan. I, okay, I, so always, then I can respect that. I love the team. I well, just love the team. Let me round it off. Until the Jets can find a great quarterback and a great coach. We're having a real conversation about real football here. We're having a real conversation about real football here. I don't want to hear about your Jets right now. Let me not hear about your 24-point blowout. Say nothing. See, that's the thing. Uh, At least we lost in the regular season when it mattered. Let me tell you. Let me tell you. I was sitting at my uncle's restaurant in Scarborough, Wendy's restaurant. I was sitting there. I got a great story for that one, too. And I was chilling. And we're watching story. the Super Bowl game. I was the only Patriots fan in there. Everybody wants to see the Patriots. The number one hated team in America. We know this. So I'm sitting there watching the game, and everybody's like, told you, I told you, Falcons are going to win. And I look at Tom Brady on that screen laughing, sitting on the bench, and I'm like, no, they're not. You want And I will add to that, too, because she was tweeting the whole time, too. Yeah, I just, because I know my, like. <laughs> my t- my Twitter was going off. Uh, I was talking time. so much reckless shit before that half. And then and then and then Tom and then just bam. and then yes last when I, I was watching my the game, last last weekend watching the game I was like come on boys we got to pull through this and I'm watching Tom and he's like everybody he was so calm, calm. I'm like yo this is a this that's a real quarterback he is so mm-hmm. calm he's under too pressure calm under pressure and when I saw homie run to that and he was in, and he was in the end zone I was like oh boy. His foot, he's in that corner, but he stood his ground and Tom got that ball right in his hand. I said, that is, that's how you know 
how a, can they come back? He's a fantastic quarterback. I just don't like the man. Nine minutes left in the fourth, and the Patriots won that game last weekend. No way. Cole Matty Ice hey, is coming back. Matt Ryan's coming back next year. Hey, Eagles. Hey, Tom. Eagles, I'm sorry, but they're going to do to y'all what they did to them other dirty birds. They're going to hey, do the Tom. same thing. Hey, Tom. Interesting fact, hey, by the Tom. way. Before if you get on your hey, Tom. <laughs> before you get on your hey, Tom. I know you got some jokes to let off. That's fine. But interesting fact, they have never <laughs> lost to a bird. In the Super Bowl. That's the, that's the, the truth. Patriots. Oh, well, of course. I mean, they're the Patriots. They're about to be the best team ever in the history of the NFL. Guys, I mean, they're going to be tied with, um, <laughs> who was who, who it up? Steelers. Steelers they're going yeah. to be tied because Steelers are six. They'll be tied, but I mean, Tom Brady. And eight if appearances. I'm not mistaken, 2004, you guys already played Philly and dealt with McNabb back in the case. day. Well, I mean, I mean, just his history only going to repeat. That's but anyway, anyway. That was old ass T.O. Hey, anyway, let's talk about the Hey, hold on. Hey, hold on. Hey, Tom, if you're great. You make your way over to gangrene and help my boys out. That's Get all I'm saying. If he's great. Now? Hey, Michael played for Washington and scored well, 50. <laughs> so it's wishful thinking. I don't even know anybody on the Jets because I don't pay no. They don't make it. That's the I problem. I turn a boring football match. I <laughs> I we don't have a QB, but that's besides the point. Great to have you here, Keisha. It's so good because like, you know, Keisha, let me pose this question to you. The first song that made you go, mm-hmm, this is for me. Music? Hip music. And I have a great, and here's the thing, before you answer, I have a great Tom Brady analogy with her, too. Mm-hmm. I have two moments. Okay. I had two mm-hmm moments. When I first heard... Those horns, I... Um, that for me was like holy like I want to do this that mm-hmm. was dope I want to rap over that another aha moment was watching Missy Elliott's uh, Get Your Freak On video mm-hmm. yep. and seeing how creative it was and how like she was the center of attention and just how effortlessly she delivered on that song and the creativity behind the right. video Making music videos, um, I was that. That for me okay. was like ah. Well, give us a bit of the history. How did you get your start? Oh gracious! Um, what year are we in? Nineteen? We're in twenty eighteen. Yes. Okay. Twenty years ago this year, <laughs> oh. I started performing. I was singing. I used to sing the national anthem at different functions across okay. Ontario. So it's twenty years ago this year. And um, I, I was singing, singing, singing. It was cute. It was a little cute child voice. Mm-hmm. But then I got to a certain age. I joined a choir, TC3. Shout out to Reverend Denise. Aye. I joined that. And the cute voice, you get matured. It's not the same. It's right. not cute no more. It's like, oh, you actually don't hit notes. You can't sing. So I, I joined this choir and I rapped. I wrote raps in the choir because so. I just didn't love singing like that. Mm-hmm. Um, and so... For me, that was like a turning point in me starting to write my own rhymes. And um, now let's take it forward to 2008. So 10 years ago, 2008, I jumped in the, my first, 2000, August 8, 2008, AA, I jumped in the studio with uh, my homie Logic, who does a lot yep. of work with 1111 and, and uh, T-minus and stuff. He brought me to his studio uh, T-minus actually sent me to work with him to, in 2008. So, you know, 
just to show how far we go back with some, I go back with some of these people. Mm-hmm. Uh, T minus. That's when Tyler was selling beats for three hundred dollars. Um, <laughs> he sent me to the studio, and uh, I was working with Logic and uh, dude named Logic in there, and um, I recorded my first professionally studio recorded single called "Part of My Swag." And Can you give us a bar off of it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It goes, the, the hook goes, Part of my swag, don't mean to offend you. You might not know it, but I am a winner. Uh, something like that. So, <laughs> <laughs> something like that. Something like that. So um, I did that in 2008, and I said to my mom, like, yeah, this is actually, my mom took me mm-hmm. to see, and I'm like, this is something I'm, I really want to do. So from there, um, 2010 came around, and um, it was time to, uh, rec- I met a producer and Recorded my f- very first radio single called Hollywood Fresh, and that, like, they played that mm-hmm. time in Times Square on yep. New Year's Eve video with Dougie Fresh. I mean, it was on ma- pretty much all major radio stations across North America. Like, it took off, and then that led me to here. Hollywood, I'm getting Hollywood paid. New pair of kicks like every day. You just okay, I'm Hollywood made. Starting on them other female rappers like me. They wanna bite me, say what up to the Nikes. I got my Hollywood lean, looking Hollywood clean. Lexus SC rolling with the hot beat. I am an inspiration to all the I was just about to ask, where is Hollywood Fresh? Is she still around? Who? Where's Hollywood Fresh? Where is she? Is she still around? Keisha Hollywood Fresh? Yeah. What do you mean by that? Is question? there two personas? Because I know, I know. There's, I you're, see. Here's the thing. You're a very humble person, but when you're kind of on your your <laughs> y- y- on your dolo, you can you can glam up. You can you know you, you get very diva ish. I yeah, I have my. And moments. That's why I like to say it's like <laughs> there's a Keisha fresh, okay, yeah, and then yeah, there's yeah. Hollywood fresh. There, I have my moments. I definitely. Um, I would say, like that me. <laughs> the personal me back then, I was really humble because that was like my f- beginning. You know, right. mm-hmm. I that, we I, when when that song came out, we sampled Dougie Fresh and Slick Ricks, um, Lottie Dottie. Uh, he likes to um, party. You know the so we we sampled the uh, we sampled the or my line was it the show it was a fresh dress like a million bucks through all yeah. my belly boots and, and my fly green, green socks. socks. I said we sampled that in the hook, mm-hmm. and when we were gonna play it on a radio station, it, um, they said we can't. Play it because we need to confirm the, the sample right. was right. Yeah. So we called Dougie Fresh because he owned the sample because Dougie Fresh owns all those samples, owns all the music. And he said, yo, I was in school. I was sitting in class. I'll never forget. I was math class. I failed this class. I was sitting in class. Everybody failed math class. It was grade Max. 10. I was sitting in class and my phone rang and I left the class to take the call. And I answered the phone. It was like, yo, Keisha. <laughs> And I was like, <laughs> Look, if Dougie Fresh calls me was, in the middle of third period, I'm, I'm leaving. The fuck out of school. I was, right now. <laughs> I was like, I was like, Hey, what's good? And he's like, Yo, this is Doug. I have, you know what I mean? And he was, I was, I, was, I froze. I was like, Oh, shoot. Oh, no. He's like, Listen, I listened to the song. I love it. You can have it. You can have wow. the song. And he's like, I love it. And he's like, You know, there was another group at, at the exact same time in Atlanta who sampled the same part, mm. of, ironically, of the song. And he was like, with them, you know, it was business. But this, this is personal because I like it and I like what you stand for. And he said, there's no young females doing it. So he's like, you know what? Let's, let's do this. 
That's so he did it. He's wow. like, here you go. Here's a sample. And he said, furthermore, I want you to come shoot this in my house. So That's we went. Nuts. We went. And if you, you know, Google the video, you'll see we went. And the brownstones were in front of and inside you see in the studio. That's mm-hmm. his house. He owns like four brownstones on a block. Crazy. And inside the crib is all like a whole bunch of like studios and stuff like that. And so we got to be in his house. He pulled out his Segway and we were playing in the backyard with his Segway. That's all in the video. And um, so we went to New York to shoot this video, March break, 2010. And it was a whole bunch of us. We drove out there and the video shoot was 26 hours. But just being there, I was treated like royalty. I mean, hmm. when we got there, they took us to the Empire State Building. We went to the top floor where there was Fubu, Fubu Kuji and uh, Married to the Mob. Their he- headquarters are up yep. there. We went up there. I'm chilling in the Kuji office, like looking at all these classic pieces. I'm chilling in the Fubu office with the directors and crazy. stuff. This is crazy. And so we go to Married to the Mob, and they're going to sponsor my video with clothes that didn't clothes that didn't come out yet. Married to the Mob has created pieces for Currency, like a whole bunch of yeah. artists. So um, uh, Leah McSweeney, she owns the company. So I was up there with them, and and it was it just incredible because they treat you, they treated me like I was like the biggest celebrity at that time. They laced me with clothes, I still have some stuff. They laced me <laughs> That's with stuff. Nuts. And so that from that point, I was like, man, this is incredible. Like this treatment. They're like, yeah, this is this happens every day for artists, you know. So I remember like, oh, shoot, this is what I want to do. So right. we left there, go shoot the video. The video shoot was 26 hours. Mm-hmm. When I got to my video shoot, I didn't know the scope of what how big it was until I got to my own set. Mm-hmm. We had a They had a trailer for me, like a touring trailer. Now, did they take care of the budget or was that all your guys? <clears throat> well, we took care of the budget. That The business side wasn't, wasn't good with that situation. Yeah. But well, anyway, so yeah, when I got to the video <laughs> shoot... I'll get to that in a moment. But when I got to the video shoot, there was a trailer. It was a it was a tour truck, like a like yeah, like your like DJ Khaled tour truck. Mm -hmm. You know, it had a bedroom and everything in it, and this was mine. I had a private chef on my tour on my bus, like so. I'm there. I'm living. I'm eating. I'm eating caviar and and stuff like that, and I'm being pampered, and and I have my stylist. He's on the the bus, and he's like, I put this on, change this. They had a whole lineup of sneakers. And they're like, yo, pick one. A whole bunch of Nike. I had I had um, a whole bunch of Nike notebooks when they just came out, dunks, pastries. Like, I had creative recreations, mad sneakers on set. Crazy. So I'm just, like, at, lo- at a loss for, like, all of this. I'm just like, wow, this is incredible. Like, this is this is how people live, huh? Mm-hmm. So, you it know. It takes a certain type of person to be able to deal with that type of pressure because you it, see all of that and it's almost overwhelming. And that's the thing. It's overwhelming, especially when you're that – because I was 16. So – we had police escorts. Yeah. We had a million dollar insurance we had to take out. Like, it was crazy. So I get off my trailer. Mims is there. Mims pulls up. He's parking his black BM. Mm-hmm. You know, he pulls out. He's like, yo, it's good. Boom, boom. My cousin had told him to come through. He had a flight to India that night. He stayed and shot on set with me. Like, almost missed his flight by the hair. Like, you know, it, Dougie Fresh came. So we were all kicking it. Me, him, Mims were kicking listening to beats and mm-hmm. hanging out. And then Hank Shockley shows up. Hank Shockley and Keith Shockley are the bomb squad. They produced for mad Everybody. artists, especially Public Enemy. Yep. You know, so they're like pioneers. Hank came by and he was a he was my photographer at my video shoot. And this is Hank Shockley. That's nuts. So I'm just like this blown. And then him and Dougie Fresh are like, yo, we haven't seen each other in 10 years. Like, you brought us together. They were talking about Dougie's like, yo, remember that time at the Soul Train Awards when we was did it? Like, and I'm just sitting there like just soaking wow. it up. Like, Female power. I'm like, women. Yo. <laughs> Bringing everything together still. 
Yeah, it was just it was incredible. <sighs> I can't I'm deal the, with you right I'm now. the I'm the only artist I knew as of that at, at that moment I was the only artist allowed given special permission to shoot inside of the Empire State Building after 9-11. Oh, wow. wow. I didn't even put that together. Yeah, because they Holy didn't allow anybody shit. to take cameras in there after 9-11, and, I'm the, and I had to get special permission from the, like, from the like, heads of state there to do that. Like, I That's why I brought out Hollywood, <laughs> Keish. Y'all niggas don't know. Yeah. Tuck, your, tuck your shit. <laughs> tuck your shit. Living the life. Before even half of y'all even leave the city. Yeah, so that was that. Get was, on that. Get on that level. You're oh, amped up today. This is the most. Fired <laughs> this is what up she I've brings out of me, man. Eleven shows we've done. This is the most fired up. <laughs> this is what you she brings out of me, damn it. When it's just me and you here. Uh, uh, what's what song we're gonna play? <laughs> and I gotta and I gotta be the hype one. I'm glad I can just no, take a backseat and just listen to greatness right now. Wow. That's that was my life, yo. And I was 16, and to find out that information, it was crazy because. In New York, they, you know, unless you're a major production, a movie production, mm-hmm. something, they don't just let you shut down the street. We have police. Right. The, the mayor had to sign a paper to send police to, to shut, shut down, down the streets street. right. for us to shoot. Um, and it was just crazy. Uh, I don't know if anybody, if, if that's changed, if people have been allowed to shoot the Empire State Building, but I knew at that time I, haven't seen I was the lately. only person that, because we shot. Been there since. We I'm shot inside food. There's a scene in the video where I go up and I'm dapping a dude and he's giving me a bag. That's inside the Married to the Mob headquarters. Literally, this is a door for the Married to the Mob. Right across the street is a FUBU door. Okay. So that that that. So for me, it was surreal to learn all this stuff. It was surreal, and a 16 year old me obviously doesn't appreciate it as much as the the me now. Right. But I mean, just to learn those things for people to say, "Yo, you made history. Like you did this. You did that." You know, at one point I was the youngest female artist to play, have three songs in one shot on major radio stations Talk your in shit, Canada. Keisha. You know, Talk and your to, to learn these, when I lo- when I learn these things, it's like because we had Hollywood Fresh, we had the remix which features Mims, mm-hmm. and then I had a song called "Make It Look Easy" featuring Baseline and JB that P Rain actually executive produced. Like he took the record, I had a whole different beat. He took it from me and was like, "Yo, I'm gonna make this better." So P Rain took it to Baseline. Let baseline sing on it and change, change the beat, and like P. Rain, people don't even know P. Rain executive producer record for me. So, I had three of those songs on major radio at one time, and they're like, "Yo, th- this is not something that we, that's not something that happens." This is I've never heard this story, mm-hmm. and like I'm schooled away. right now. Yeah, so that's just a little bit of what I've been able to do in that time. All right, that so we've heard about the success. Tell us about a little bit about the trials and tribulations that you've gone through to get to this point. Mm-hmm. It's just been absolutely crazy. When During that time, I was battling. It was my family versus the people I was signed to mm-hmm. in the sense of the people I was signed to were not being honest and upfront about a lot of things that were happening and going behind our backs, you know, registering music on on SoCan, right. collecting royalties and stuff, Jeez. iTunes and stuff. And so despite the fact that all of this was happening, I was doing a lot of shows. I was playing with Dan Hill. I was playing with, um, I was doing shows. Nathan Downer was, op- like, announcing for me and, 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 and Uncle Dwight Drummond, you know, stuff like that. So Uncle. I was Not do- just Dwight. <laughs> no, yeah. Uncle. I was, doing, I was doing all these things at that age, but not seeing money from the actual music because right. they were registered illegally, not under my name. Oh, shit. And people were collecting royalties from my music. So it became really ugly because you have somebody selling you your dreams at 16, and then you have your family trying to tell you, like, this is not right. Mm-hmm. So I took the side that was trying to sell me my dreams. I was going against my family, sneaking out, doing all kinds of stuff. 
I've, I've left the house like three times. You know, I just, it got really, really ugly and mm-hmm. it put me in a, a funk. This was 2010. Put me in a very deep funk because mm-hmm. we ended up going to court a couple, you know, going to court once. Um, my family won that. But then we were like, this. Th- these people tried to sue me like five times Jeez. since. And the court kept th- throwing it out because they weren't properly filing right. the paperwork. Right, so paperwork. it was just essentially a scare tactic. New artists do your research. Yeah, and the problem is it all, and it all, the basis of it was, my, you know, my mom had signed the contract without, you know, taking it to a lawyer. Yeah, because she was excited in the moment, and we trusted mm-hmm. these people. So well, they, essentially, they kind of like your best friends, part. right? And they were same background as us, Guyana. Yeah, all this stuff. Yeah. So essentially, we gave away eighty percent of everything, mm-hmm. and we ca- we only had twenty percent, and um. And um, it was just pretty bad because even though we were giving them 80% and keeping 20 the rest of the contract was kind of like, but you still have to pay for everything. Yep. You got to come out of pocket for everything. The label's not going to do that. So I, I had to get a lawyer, and he got me out of um, he got me out of it mm-hmm. because there was some f- errors in the contract that were... Changes were made after the agreement was, was signed. Yeah. So that null and void the contract, <laughs> assuming the day it was signed. Mm-hmm. So he was able to get me out of that. And um, after that, 2011, I, I, I was so jaded. I was so, so jaded. I did not want to do this anymore because I was like, man, this is my first shot and I already lost my wings. Yeah. Yeah. So I was like, okay, how do I figure out how to do this? Um, and then my, my cousin came along and his name is Rich London. And he was like, yo, we're going to figure it out. And so he kind of brought me out of a funk where he was, like, taking me to the studio, making me record, making mm-hmm. me write, getting me hyped. Push take, through it, yeah. Putting me on shows. And so I kept going. I kept, And even still working with him, I dropped a mixtape called Ransom in 2011. Yep. And the same label came back and tried to sue me again. Because, and, you know, so it was like every time I was so jaded. So I just ended up going to college in 2012 to be like, man, I need to do something. So I yep. went for music. And then I was, I just, in that program, we learned how to read our own contracts, tour, all that stuff. So I was able to then just handle my own business. And from then, you educated I just, yourself on it. Knowledge is key. Yep. It, I mean, it's perfect to always have a good team around you that keeps you grounded. First and foremost, um, knowledge is power. Because not only did you take something so oblivious and so rancid and then go back to learn it yourself. Yeah. And, you then, gotta, and then let's fast forward now to... Should I dare say Team Backpack Freestyle? Can we talk about that real quick? I mean, just do it. Why did you smash the shit out of that freestyle girl? Oh, and you know what I know? Hold on. It's like she wasn't even trying. I think we should play it. Here we go. Let's play a little bit from it. It's been a plot for years. Here's 400 ways to stop me. Martin Luther King, I'm taking shots at everybody. Don't talk about it. Do the business if you're down the road. Flowers at your service like Lux Diddy Calico. With my night snatch your rook, that's suicide, homie, yo, that's where the king push. Come around, love, you can get your chain took. I won't do it, but my dudes ain't had a meal in that fool's quick. And I'm the calm before the storm. They don't even know this ain't even my final form. <laughs> let me go. Uh, yo, let me grow. Hey, yo, let me get this work. I got a few more bars, yo, let me hit this nerve. Ain't no one's trying to keep me in their pocket on some ill shit. She know we want some dudes in the building. Keisha is true, and yeah, she spit ill shit. So I'm asking Uncle Phil why they don't want me on some Will Smith. Let me relax, let me chill, Lord help me. Cause I flew the blast in my glocks and no self. The fact is, bars is what the fact is. No, no, the fact is, she, she, she wasn't even done. And I believe that. Um, wh- wh- why did you not give us more? 
what had I keep I keep asking you that question. You still all now you still haven't answered me. What had happened was <clears throat> with the team backpack thing. It was yeah. like I got a call from my boy Riley. Like literally, uh, I would say uh, two days before, three days before, okay. and he was like, "Listen, I need you to. What are you doing on this day?" I said nothing. He's like, "Okay, I need you to come to uh, this location." I'll tell you what it's for. We're shooting. Uh, I'll tell you what it's for. We're shooting something for yeah. Team Backpack. We just come to this location. I'm gonna send you the beat. That's all the information I had. Mm-hmm. Okay. So he's. I said, well, who else is gonna be on it? He's like, I can't tell you that. You have to come and find out. So I was like, okay, cool. So I was dealing with a lot at that time. So I was like, shoot. He sends me the beat, and I'm like, man, to have to write something and memorize something yeah. by this time, it's kind of like. I could do it, but I just got so much going on. I don't right. know. Yeah. So I don't want to try and make myself look like a fool. You know what I mean? So I was like, okay. So what I did was I had an old freestyle I wrote in 2013. I had an old verse I wrote in 2013. And I took it because I made a reference to Jay Electronica. Yeah. So yeah. you even know that that's like that's when he that's was dropping. Dr- dr- he was hot. So I had wrote it and then I pulled some of it and I wrote some things around it mm-hmm. to kind of compile it to make a 16. Okay. Um, so when we got there, I, I to the beat that I'm, I like to I like old school stuff. My flow is a little slower than you know. I yeah. like to have that chill, laid back flow. So we're in the same lane. I like so, that. So when we got there, and I'm like, oh, I didn't know any of the other girls except for Phoenix. Like I've met Phoenix before. Mm-hmm. I didn't. I knew of Havaya, but I never like knew her. Never met her. I never heard or knew of Lex. Mm-hmm. So going Lex in, Leosis for yes, Lex Leosis. So going into that, I was kind of like, okay, like. I know I've heard Hawaii stuff, so I know she she's a quick spitter. Yeah, and you know I know Phoenix is dope. So I don't know this girl Lex, but let's hear what she got. So we did a draw. They put our names in a hat to see who would go in yeah. which order. They put one, two, three, four, whatever number you draw, that's the order you go. Yeah, I drew I think two, mm-hmm. and I was like, man, can I go first? <laughs> here's why. Here's why. It was strategy. I f- if I go first, I know when the blogs post it, my name is going to always show. Always be oh, first. first yeah. When it goes on YouTube, my name is going to show. Because sometimes when you repost a link, it cuts off. It cuts off, off right. and it go like, yeah. this person, this and when person people, Good marketing. Yeah. And when people listen to stuff, they might only listen to the first verse. They and might be like, it. yeah, right? So I'm like, regardless of what happens with this, people will always hear my verse. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So what I so that's why I'm like, I was like, yo, Lex got number two. I was like, yo, can I switch it to you? She's like, sure, sure, because I don't want to go first. No <laughs> doubt. I was like, okay. So we switch it up, right? And then so it's time to go now, and I'm realizing I, like we did a we did one practice run, and I was like, shit, my verse is slower than everybody else's. So that's why my verse seems shorter because it's slower. Okay. I have more yeah. space in mind, whereas everybody else is like, I'm just like, I'm I spit slower because I wanted you to hear the punchline. Brooklyn drawl. Yeah, and I wanted the punchlines to stick. Yeah, right. Like when you said the the line about seventy uh. That you wrote this line. Yeah, you I wrote said, this rhyme in seven. I said I wrote this in calf lock bold is seventy two. My font uh. was seventy two calf lock and bold. So when people hear that, they're like, but like even for me, my favorite line on that was um my favorite line is like is um when I said um uh keys to shit keys to ill man. So I wonder why they don't want me like Will Smith. <laughs> 
So I'm asking. I said I'm asking Uncle Phil why they don't want me like Will Smith. <laughs> what if they want me, man? You know what I mean. So I like. I thought, and then you know, at Dragon Ball fans, when I yeah. said this ain't even my final form, you know, so certain Super people, Saiyan! certain people <laughs> will get certain things. I am Drake though. Like, I'm, a big, I'm a big Dragon Ball Z fan. Yeah, yeah same. Was, I grew up with Dragon Ball that Z. That hit me, and I'm like. Mm. So when people hear certain things that resonate with them, they're like, yo, but y'all didn't just take in what she said. Mm. It's one thing when you have like a quick, rapid flow. That's dope. Yeah. People like that. But they but, miss it. But, but they, they miss, miss what you say translation, sometimes. So right? that's why I'm like, yo, I need to pull my flow back and just let them hear what I'm saying. You know, anybody who knows the Calico, if you watch the Calico and Mer- and, um, and uh, Loaded Lux, Lux, when I said, uh, when I made that line, I'll, I'll have um, flowers at your funeral yeah, like Lux did, did the Calico. Calico. People were like, yo, she watches Battle Rap. <laughs> so I I'd live for those reactions. You know what I'm saying? People always be like, "Man, your I remember flow is dope." When I watched it, I was in my studio and Ryan was working across yep. the way. I'm like, Jesus fucking Christ! These girls went off. And I walked over to Ryan. I'm like, "Hey, he's like, oh, that's my girl." I'm like, "Well, whatever she did was that, disgusting." That's because what I like. Every bar was a classic. And well, the funny and thing is, I kept telling Drew. I said, "Drew, yeah, I must you gotta take sometime. these four girls. You gotta take in Keisha. You gotta take in Keisha." I said, you got to take and keep I get to things he's eventually. Like, he's, like, he's like, all right. But I never seen a man run back to my <laughs> office so quick and be like, yo, God, what, 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 what is this? And that's, I love those reactions. Almost made me know? pick up a pen again. And I've been retired. Yeah, but you end up mashing up my desk anyway. I get excited. He has, he has this thing where like he'll find something on my desk and like push it over. just like push it, push it over. <laughs> I'm a bully. <laughs> okay. A one piece of paper that was whatever, you man. You wait till you see your desk when you get back. <laughs> Shut up, man. But no, um, Team Backpack was dope, and um, off of that, they had to, it was tough because they had to choose two girls and two other guys mm-hmm. to bring to New York to do their Mission Underground in 2016. This yep. is an event that they did, and they chose me in Havaya. Um, and for the guys, they chose John, John River and another another guy, but uh, Kale, but he couldn't make it. Right. So they went with Roshan. Who's well, another dope Roshan is dope. incredible, yeah. So they brought us out there to do that, put us up in an Airbnb, and that's when I got to spend a lot of time with my brother John, John River, and like that was like one of the dopest trips that I've ever had. So, I mean, it, it, that's a great segue because obviously we know what's been going on with John River. Um, have you got a chance to speak to the family? Um, I haven't. I haven't. I do. I just actually messaged his brother because I want to give them their space. I mean, I'm, I'm sure they're right. being mm-hmm. bombarded. Um, I've speaking with people that he works with directly in his circle who have given me updates and stuff like that. But respecting their privacy, you know, getting into detail. Nice. But um, honestly, I can honestly tell you that broke my heart. I cried reading that because if 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 anybody is of sound mind, it's that kid, yo. John mm-hmm. is. One of the, you know, I remember I told John this once. I was like, man, there's a creative line between genius and insanity. And, you know, Mm -hmm. jokingly, but, you know, I think John is really well on his way, um, making all the right moves and decisions. And when we have health scares and we don't know what it is and nobody knows what it is, it will affect us mentally, too. But Mm -hmm. to say that the reason is because it's mental, I I, I can't deal with that, you know. Mm -hmm. John is one of the... We went to New York. We did Mission Underground, and we stayed in the same house. And I remember when we got there, it was like 3 a.m. I was already in New York because I was auditioning for a movie... To, uh, Roxanne Shante, they're shooting. They shot her biography. Got a biography. Yeah, I was Look auditioning for Roxanne Shante that day, 
And then I went to... um, It doesn't stop with her. Yeah, Mishimi actually, she's like, do it, do it, go. It doesn't stop. So I went. And then that night, they came, they drove drove in, um, the Canadian conglomerate drove in from Toronto, and they picked me up uh, from my cousin's house at like 3 a.m. And we get to the spot, and we're like trying to figure out, okay, what's the sleeping arrangements? Uh, It's an Airbnb. And we went to the wrong Airbnb first. And the one thing I remember (laughs) is John was so witty through it all. Like, he kept... Like, because we were all, it's 3 a.m., we're tired, we're annoyed, and John was, like, joking around, like, making sure we're all good. So we get to the Airbnb, and I have have a video, it's so funny. He's like, all right, yo, Keisha, start filming, I'm going to do MTV Cribs. So there's a video of John going, he's like, all right, this is the bedroom, you know what I'm saying? This is our little bedroom, our new spot, this is our, shout out to For Y'all Entertainment, you know what I'm saying? (laughs) And he was just being like, and like, we were tired, but he was just keeping us laughing. Then I remember we went on a mission to get food, like, at that hour of the morning, and then I'm like, all right, cool, let's go to bed now. There was uh, two bedrooms downstairs and two upstairs. And I remember Havai was in one sleeping. And me and John and um, another John Tabuika, we were all kicking it. And it's time to go to bed. So I was like, all right, I could just go bunk with Havai. Mm-hmm. John was like, no, 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 your girls need just space. I know, go, like, you right. have that room. I'll sleep on the floor. Wow. And I was like, nah, bro. I mean, like, two girls is, can eh? sleep there, two guys can sleep there. No one has to, no one has to sleep right. on the floor. He's like, Keisha, go in the room. Like, just go to sleep. He's, he's Jamaican, like, he knows. He's like, I'll be good. You know <laughs> what I'm saying? So I was like, yo, you, you sure? He's like, yo, I'm good. So I was like, all right, bro. So I went. I said, yo, n- tomorrow we're, I'm going to sleep out here. You sleep in right. the room. He's like, okay, cool, whatever. So I go sleep, whatever, wake up. And then he wakes me up the next morning. Yo, Keisha. Yo, Keisha. I'm like, yo, what do you want? He's like, yo, the, champ- the Champions yeah, League. Yeah, because that's the other thing. Keisha's a big Champions League Yeah, fan. I love I soccer too. So, I was, <sighs> so he's okay, like, yo. Hold on. Let me just find out her. What, yeah. What's your team? We're not getting into Champions League. No, no. We're not getting into Champions League, guys. What's your team? What is your team? I'm Man United. Man City. Okay. Are we go. Okay, okay, okay. We all right. This, I was afraid if I said All right, this podcast, like, end, this podcast ends right Okay, okay. Now. I'm, I'm, no, I'm, I'm in you. I'm, I'm, born, I'm born in Bristol. I'm, in I'm England. Like, I'm in you. Yeah. I'm in you. <sighs> Continue. Um, so anyway, yeah. So we go out. We're watching. I was happy at one point for the interview, you know. <laughs> we <No>? go. <laughs> Sit out here with your We go out. Team. We're watching. You know, we're watching it, yeah. whatever, whatever. And then we're getting ready to mm-hmm. go about do our day. I remember we dropped him off at his aunt's house in Brooklyn. You know, like. And and I just remember really getting to to no know man. John. We were going. I had a weird. I was doing a cipher at Huffington Post. I was invited up to uh, the, the AOL office. I got to watch it up here to do the mm-hmm. Huffington Post killed um, it, bar cipher. Killed it by the and, way. Um, killed it by the way. Killed it by the way. Killed it. It by was the it was way. one of my off days. I was having off day. I'm not gonna lie. Okay. It wasn't as good as I know I could be. So I was having off day, and I know that. But killed it by the way. I, we went. We did the cipher as myself, um, Havaya, and uh, a good dude named Carl Sharon. And we were up there, you know, ciphering, whatever. And John was just chilling humbly in the back. And I kept saying, like, yo, let him do it. He's dope. He's dope. He's dope. But John was like, no, no, no. This is your moment, Keith. This is your moment. This is your moment. Do your thing. Do your thing. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And I was like, man, John, just come spit. He's like, yo, this is your moment. Like, this is your thing. Do it. So I was spitting, boom, boom, boom. And then we cut. And then John was like, hey, I got to go to XXL because he had an interview at XXL. Yeah. yeah. And I'm like, yo, bro, you know where you're going? Because he wasn't like that hip yeah. to me. I'm like, yo, you know where you're going? He's like, yeah, I, I, you know, I, I think I got it on my GPS or whatever. And I remember like texting John like every, every like hour. <laughs> Two, three minutes. I was like, yo, are you okay? He's like, yeah, I'm good. I'm like, yo, you sure? You good? You know where you're going? Like, mm-hmm. yo, what time are you coming back? Making sure he was good. The next night, him and I went out, we took an Uber, went to see Lex Leosis had a show in Brooklyn that night. Mm-hmm. Him and I went to see her perform. Then we came back. We're watching the Golden State game. Like, I really got to really know Matthew that weekend, you okay. know, not even John Outside Redberg. of the artist, yeah. I got to know Matthew that weekend, and he is, his parents did an incredible job because he's a very 
caring. He he was like, yo, thank you for like, thank you for like killing it and repping Toronto in that cipher. Mm-hmm. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? You know they were sh- they were supposed to be me, another artist from Brooklyn, and the dude called Sharon, but the other artist dropped out. So I said. Yo, can Havaya do it? I asked him if I could bring Havaya. Yeah. And John was like, thank you for, like, suggesting to bring Havaya. Like, right. that's what sisterhood is about. Yeah. Like, you know, John was so caring like that. And I just, I'd be honest with you. I, I like, I'm I'm just so heartbroken that he's dealing with this shit right now. Thoughts and prayers are with him. We know he's going to be good. Absolutely. I, 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 we, I know mm-hmm. he's going to be good. Um, you, you mentioned women. And that tends to be... The focal point, and that's really, and to be honest with you, that's really why I want. Like we, 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 we dealt with the highs, we dealt with the lows, yep. we dealt with the in betweens. But the real um, factor why I wanted you here because you've been, a, you've been not just you, but a lot of other people have been um, a catalyst for not to really narrow, narrowly say it, but uh, you've been a catalyst for the Canadian hip hop movement for females, for women. Um, However, you still aren't getting the shine that you're supposed to Agreed. get. Um, Andrew, me and Andrew have been having many discussions about this. I even stated at the beginning of this year that this would be the year of the woman, where everything is going to be centered. But it seems like, although people want to kind of rock with that moniker or that title, they're still not really shining the light. Like, what, what, what is holding... The what is what's holding you guys back from you ladies back from really repping the way that you're supposed to rep? Stupid people. I mean, <laughs> stupid people. I, I think answer. when I sit and I look back at some of these labels and 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 I look back at these investors and other artists who could co-sign some some women and don't y'all are dumb as shit. Like really, you're stupid. Cause Talk your shit. look at. <laughs> We look look at what happens when a female gets that push. Rhapsody goes nine and Jamla they signed to to Rock Nation and look, right. she's mm-hmm. Grammy nominated. You idiots, I'll say pay that's attention. Almost right. the year for me, that's pay, top three. Pay a freaking attention of what's going on. Mm-hmm. Rhapsody is not the sexy dressed up naked female rapping about whatever. She's spitting real bars. That's she's, right. mm-hmm. she's she's just coming chill. She doesn't change who she is as a person. No one's asking her to. She come with the hoodie on. Boom 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 boom. You know, look, and she's Grammy nominated. So you're missing the boat because mm-hmm. you have this perception of like female artists in your head, and oh, they they might not fit. There's no what fit what. They there's have clearly to look like a, a Nicki Minaj. They have to mm-hmm. look like this. They have to look like that. But there's clearly a market. I remember when Rap Titty came here. She did a show here right. that I had put on with uh, Riley, and um, let me tell you, she is the sweetest person in the world. I can I can imagine. She is like your down south cousin, like for real. Mm-hmm, like mm-hmm. she kept saying, "Yo, me and you are like t- sisters, like we're twins." Because everything about us was the same. I was like, "Yo, my dad, he doesn't listen to music. He just likes Luther Vandross." She's like, "My dad too. We both <laughs> play ball. We both play. like." She's the sweetest person in the world. But on a microphone, she's a beast. She's Rap a beast. is she, dope. She can hold out with the best of them. I'm Rap. not just talking female. I'm For just me, talking overall. Her up and Jean Grey. And when and thank you. Yep. And when Rhapsody came here, the reason I'm I'm talking when she came here, she didn't come with an entourage. She didn't come with a. She's like, nah. yo, Keish, you got a you know a makeup artist or somebody that could, you, we can even do it at the mall, just with Mac yeah. or something. <laughs> like so humble. She didn't have 50 people because that's one reason that labels give that they don't sign female artists. That mentality is out. 
outdated. Right. We don't sign female artists because they cost a lot to maintain. That's not true. Mm-hmm. How much does Young Ma really cost to maintain? Like she's simple. How much Pair simple? She's and dope. She's rocking she my Tim's and my jeans yeah. right now. Yeah. She can style herself. She's dope. I mean, like her style is dope. Right. But she doesn't have like she doesn't need a whole huge glam squad and and mm-hmm. and, and, right. and Prada dresses. You know, she has her own style and she has her own fans who love that style. Right. Rhapsody has her own style. She came here with her DJ. That was it. She 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 didn't need no entourage manager handlers. Mm-hmm. It was her and her DJ. She came ready and she's like, yo, I'll like whoever can do my makeup. I don't have no problem. It's okay. Like whoever, you know what I'm saying? Like mm-hmm. super simple, you know? So this, they have this mentality. The reason that holds us back is there's this mentality that exists. Oh, female art. I would say Migos cost a lot more money to maintain than fe- oh, female yeah. artists. They, they, look like they need to have people going around with them. <laughs> Sorry. The blouses, man. People they go around like with it. them and they have to like t- retwist their dreads and, mm-hmm. and like they wear high end fashion. Just like, you know, women who wear high-end fashion dress. So what's the difference? You know what I'm saying? I think that that is an excuse. And I think that if you see the two... uh, Billboard keeps writing about it, and I want to shout them out because they keep writing about it, and I love this. They keep mentioning... Yo, females are female MCs right now. They had they did an article the other day with Rhapsody and, and um, Cardi B. Like, yo, these are two Grammy-nominated female rappers. Mm-hmm. Well, idiots, there's a lot more that y'all could be pushing <laughs> so y'all could get some of that money. <laughs> Facts. But you like, I don't understand, and I will never understand why people don't want to get behind us. But that's okay because we're gonna go for the Grammys. We're gonna get to Grammys. We're gonna do all of that. We're moving forward, ladies are moving forward. We are. Tell us about the new project. Uh, which one? Um, which one? Which one? Okay, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. We're gonna stop. Hold on, hold on, hold on, because I'm still waiting for my package with the 24 karat gold USB. So, so this is what she did. She made like a limited package. I know about the. I know about the USB that came with a hat. Did not receive one. That came with a hat. Was a hat hat too? USB stick, and I think you only did like, I think like 50 or something like that. Oh God, no. Uh-huh. I did ten. Oh, wow. I did ten of those, and I did ten of the gold keys. That's why you didn't get one. And she sold them for forty-five bucks, and they sold out within a day. Yeah, they were gone. It's amazing. They were. Psh- why? I had to ship some out to LA, New York, all over. Yeah. Let's let me put like this. No, no record label. I know you had asked the question. No, I no, no. Play. I said go, go. No record label. No backing behind her. Just herself, and obviously, her peoples. Mm-hmm. But she's already done most <laughs> than any artist that's coming out of the city right now. Um, it's drive, man. <laughs> that's what it is. It's driving passion. Like even when she came in and walked into the studio today, she glammed up, and I said, "Oh, you on that new money now?" She's so dramatic. Yeah, yeah. You're um, the gold right bars. <laughs> the gold bars were dope. You know, it's exactly what it is. I got gold bars. Like I'm gold. You know, my bars are mm. gold. <laughs> So I think so. You didn't I, even catch it the first time, did you? Oh, I, I, I did. Okay. I released the this gold bars in, commemora- in commemoration with um, my 20 year anniversary of being a performer. And uh, it comes with a, it had a white hat, a white dad hat on the side. It was gold, said fresh, um, engraved on the side of it. Um, then it came with like a little tiny handheld, uh, what do you call it, clipboard. Mm hmm. And the clipboard had my initials on the back, and then it had a personal like thank you note from me. And then so I'll be waiting for the platinum the hat, in ten years. The hat had a um, on on the tags of the hat there was a a hang tag that said one of ten, two That's of ten, whatever, whatever. Nope. And then I released. I had the gold keys, 
that I also did 10 of. And um, so the gold keys, same thing. So basically what's on this USB is all of my albums from since I started Top to two, now. Yeah. Um, they all have, they're all numbered by year. So when you go, you can, all right, this is her in 2010. Let's listen. You can hear the growth. Then I have a uh, folder on there that has uh, miscellaneous. So records I've done with other people, cover records I've done over industry beats, mm-hmm. um, unfinished records. Then there's an album called Viso, which is how I pronounce the word video. Um, there's some like little, <laughs> there's some little <laughs> clips of videos and promo stuff that I've done over the years in that folder. So you really, and then there's a cover a folder with my album covers and artwork. So you kind of get to see Keisha then and all the way to now. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of people haven't heard some of my older stuff because like that Piff has renewed themselves over a point, and like two of my albums have been taken off, and I just never put them back up. Mm-hmm. Um, there was an album I only released in New York. It was only an American release, not just New York. So it was only American release called This Is Keisha that it's never released in Canada. So that's also on there. Mm-hmm. So you get to see, you just hear stuff that you've never heard. There's freestyles I've done that I've never released. They're on there. So. That's dope. Yeah. This is good. All oh. right. So what about these four new projects? What's going on with those? <laughs> okay. Well, as y'all know, I'm part of a, I'm part of a, a collective, a group, a squad called uh, The Sorority. There's four of us. So it's myself, Avaya Mighty, Phoenix Mighty, and Lex Leosis. And, um, you know, that's... uh, So we just wrapped up recording our album. It just got mixed yesterday. Um, I know you can't give too much details I can't give too much details, (laughs) but... Y'all will get an exclusive at some point, but I can't. Excellent. I can't even tell the name of the album. That's crazy. Oh. I can't say nothing. <laughs> but okay, okay. the album is coming out. After with, all I've done for you. <laughs> the album is. Co- yeah, I'll tell you now. And tomorrow you'll hear. Oh, this already has dropped a member of their group. It's like that serious. <laughs> <laughs> We've been sworn to secrecy. <laughs> it's that serious. Oh, but the album's coming out April, uh, early April. Um, My birthday. When's your birthday? April second. A little bit after that. You but don't yeah, get a birthday present like that, man. It would be so dope. Please we got we're shooting videos. We got a video shoot tomorrow for yeah. the album. So you know we're, we're shooting videos leading up to that, and um, yeah, that's pretty much where we're at. <laughs> um, that, so that's that's the sorority stuff, uh, personal, you know, Keisha Fresh stuff. Um, I'm currently working on a new project. Amen. Um, I do this little series now that I started. I dropped one last year on my birthday, June 28th, it's called "Should Have Been Done." Mm-hmm. So it was three songs, um, favorite things, uh, something light, which I just shot the video for. So that's coming out soon. Which I wasn't invited to. That it was. Okay. It was only like two people in that video. Okay. That video is coming out <laughs> March eighth. Um, again, something light and uh, hands up. That's on that project. So that was called Should Have Been Done. I'm gonna release something this year called Would Have Been Done. Mm-hmm. Three songs. It's all a story. Everything mm-hmm. is a story. Um, so that's coming out. I also have another project I'm working on that's a bigger release, an actual album, uh, that I'm, I've been working with a couple producers in the city. Um, the funniest story is there was this producer. I was on YouTube because I watch a lot of sneaker videos on YouTube. Yep. And there was this Toronto kid that did an unboxing. I didn't know he was from Toronto at first. So I'm watching the unboxing. He was unboxing these yellow and black Jordan ones called the New Loves. So I'm watching him unbox it because I had just bought it. By heart, so know. this is the thing. I buy the shoes and mm-hmm. I, I have them in my hand and I watch these videos of people reviewing them, right? So I'm watching the video and then at the end, there's this beat playing. And I'm like, holy crap, that's an incredible beat. <laughs> so I happen to see that the, I'm looking at the comments and I see he's from Toronto. Yeah. So I commented on the video. I'm like, yo, that's a dope beat. Who produced it? And he's like, oh, my boy, 
told me his name, Dion. I was like, okay, dope. He's like, yeah, he's from Toronto. I was like, nice. Never followed up. So I was like, that's a dope beat. A couple weeks later, somebody hit me in my DMs on Instagram. And they're like, hey, I'm a fan of your music. I've been listening to your stuff. So I was like, okay, like, yeah, send me some beats. Send me mm-hmm. some stuff. So he sent me some stuff. I'm like, yo, you're dope. I was like, yo, your name looks familiar. So I sent him the link to the YouTube. I'm like, yo, did you produce this? He's like, yeah, that's my boy. I produced the beat at the end of that. I was like, yo, you're, we're supposed to work together. Like, I was like, I literally, I was like, that f- comment you see in the video that says who made this, that's me. He's like, you're lying. I'm like, yeah. He's like, no, I've been a fan since the Cypher. I watched the Cypher wow. like years ago. Like, wow. I'm a fan. Like, I've been a fan of you. He's like, I just decided to reach out to you now because I'm done my exams, whatever. I was like, holy crap. Like, I want this beat. So he sent me the beat. And he's that's like, yo, dope. would you like work on it? Like, so I'm working on a project with him. Uh, we're doing a couple records together. So like, I'm super excited for that. Um... I'm on. I'm. I'm. I'm doing a project uh, with my boy. He's an artist from the '90s. Uh, his name is Jay Sands. He's part of a group called Lone Catalyst. He sent me some beats, so we're doing a project together. So you know, yeah, that's where I'm at. Too many hats, man. This is uh, wow. Like I wish I had more time for this, but <laughs> there may have to be a part two, or part yeah, three, I mean, or part four. We're running out of just about an hour right now. I'm okay with what? it. <laughs> yeah, it's a half an hour podcast. Um, we have to let it out. Um, last question. If I were I'm to just getting into it. If I were to give you power into your hands to really thrust, I guess, the the the, the sound for pretty much I mean, there's four of you. Hawaii Mighty, Lex, Phoenix, yourself. But I know there's more females. And some of them are really what's should I should I what's the word, Andrew? Some of them are afraid. What would your powerful words to these women to really, I guess, thrust them into knowing who they are first, but then really, I guess, also following the, bl- the, the trail that you guys are blazing? What would it be? I have a question for you that will answer that question. And for these females, too, less complaining. I mean, it's easier to complain and feel jaded about not getting the attention that you feel that you deserve. But Ryan can vouch for me. You see me on my social medias. I never tweet about, yo, Toronto so this, Toronto so that. Yo, I don't get this, I don't get that. Like, yo, people need people are sleeping on me, bro. They're like, I'm not. People focus too much on what's not happening right. that they miss what will or could happen. Right. Damn. And that is a major Damn. issue, I think, with a lot of people. Like, yo, Toronto so screwface. I don't get the love I deserve. Don't worry about that. If you put out that quality music and you just focus on you. It will come, mm-hmm. but you're spending too much time worrying about why people aren't focusing and why this and why that. It it kind of overshadows the fact that you have true talent. Mm-hmm. So, and I see this often, not just with females, but with males too. So, I just feel like everybody, like if you look at all the artists in Toronto who are doing it up, Daniel, all these other artists, like Alyssa Karin and Jesse, they just said, "Yo, I'm not gonna worry about the negative of what's happening right. in Toronto. I'm gonna just forward. I'm forward thinking. I'm just gonna see myself in." In where I'm already visual, I'm already visualizing where I'm gonna be mm-hmm. next year, and I'm just going for that, you know, and just work towards that goal. Don't worry about what's going on around you or what you think should be happening. And two things I want to say too is Jesse, like Jesse, she's incredible. I went to her show in New York where Savannah opened for her. Yeah, big shout out to Savannah Ray. She is in Jesse Ray's command of the room. I was up, I was upstairs chilling with Savannah, and they had a VIP section at the Bowery upstairs. And I was up there, and, like, I'm chilling, and, and Lenny S, like, Kodak Lenny, like, 
Rock Nation walks right past Blame me. Blame Lenny, yes, for that. Um, I'm chilling. I'm standing there, and I was like, yo, I was talking to Lenny. I'm like, man, you're, I said to him, this is this is my pickup line. Pickup as in like awesome. to get a conversation with him. Mm. I was like, "Hey Lenny, you're always you're always behind the camera. How about you get in front of it? Because I have a I have a um a Fuji film, yeah, uh, in, Instamax, right? Yeah. So he's like, "Yo, no doubt." So he's posing up, and I click the picture, and he's like, "Yo, I show it to him, whatever." Then I look to my left, and there's a dude standing there. And he was like, "Hey, what's up? It's Mac Wilds." Oh wow! Like hugged me, like he was like embracing me, wow. like I like me and him were like best friends. I was like, "Hey," I hugged him. And I took a picture of him, and then I took another picture of Lenny. He's photobombing it. You know what I mean? Like, it's, it was such a cool environment to be up there and be around. So that and that kind of, like, gave me a little boost, like a little, like, confidence mm-hmm. boost. Like, man, this is where I'm supposed to be. Like, these people are super dope. Mm-hmm. And, you know, Jesse came upstairs after a show when everybody was like, oh, my God, oh, my God. And she was just so calm. And she's like, yo, Toronto's in the building, Savannah. You know, we're all <laughs> taking pictures and stuff. And so... Like just those little moments kind of give me give you that. Oh uh, yeah, yeah, that's where we need to be because it doesn't matter where you're from. New York loved her that like that night. They were screaming. They were screaming for Savannah. Like like it was crazy. That's nuts. And um, yeah, in closing, I want to say we talked about you talked about uh, Combat Jack at the beginning of this. Mm-hmm. That was that moment was surreal for me when mm-hmm. that happened cuz i remember when uh, they tweeted that link to when he had made when that he said it. when he said that and i couldn't believe it. I, I what happened was after the show that night cuz Ryan hosted the show he yeah. was a great host he gave me such an introduction i was like stop after the show that night <sighs> my phone blew dude. up mm. and i was like why is my phone blowing up i just got home i was driving so my phone was down mm-hmm. yeah. i put it down so i didn't see so when i got home you know, I'm getting ready for bed. Then I look at my phone. I have mad messages and stuff. People sending me screenshots. He actually took, Combat Jack took a picture of me performing and posted it on his Instagram. That's nuts. And he was like, views from the six. That was the caption. And Damn. so people were tagging me like, yo, that's Keisha, that's Keisha. And people were sending me the screenshot like, yo, you're on Combat Jack's Instagram. And I was like, I couldn't believe it. Because I was like, yo, this is the pod father. Like, I couldn't believe it. That's a... He's the yes. pod father. I couldn't, yes. I couldn't yes. believe it. So <laughs> I was like, yo, thank you so much for coming to my show. And then he tagged me and then he followed me. And then like he would give me like we followed each other. Mm-hmm. And he would give me words of encouragement sometimes, like my stuff, you know, mm-hmm. show me love. You know what I mean? And so for, for when I heard he was sick, then you heard he, mm-hmm. you know, passed away. It was like, man, this dude actually shouted me out, showed me love. And checked for you, Told too. people, like, yo, he said Check my name. He said my name. He said, yo, I was at a show last night and Keisha Fresh. Like, Toronto got some dope artists. Keisha Fresh. And he said my name. And I was like, he didn't just say, oh, some a female rapper nah, or, no. oh, a girl named Keisha or something. He's like, yo, Keisha Fresh. And that, and that was like, uh, that was a life-changing moment for me because I had mad people checking for me after that, especially from New York. They were like, yo, I heard, I heard Combat talking mm-hmm. about you. So I was like, yo, so rest in peace to to, to Reggie, man. Well, God this is the dead. This is only the beginning for Keisha. I'm glad you came through, my dear. Thank you so much come, for having me, guys. Come back anytime. Um, will you Patriots twenty eighteen oh, okay, okay, okay. Uh, nah, NFL nah. championships okay. uh, with the Vince Lombardi trophy. I'm so really this is where excited. the podcast ends. Thanks for coming <laughs> for Keisha. Take first. this out. Um <laughs> before Free we, Keisha on Twitter and Instagram. You're gonna come back, right? You come back when the when the projects are out? Absolutely. You guys better invite me back. Oh, don't you worry. No doubt. We'll have pancakes next time. Ooh. We will. Because this is an maple syrup podcast. But you know what? Because she's been drinking this peanut punch thingy this whole morning. Punch. My mom made a drink called the Nutty Professor. 
and it's a blend. She named all the smoothies this morning. And um, it's like a blend of some fruits and some... Like nut stuff, stuff in it? Yeah. Like peanuts, almonds, yeah. almond milk. Well, we'll give you pancakes. You give us some of that hearty drink. Uh, that was an awful way to close. I don't know. It's the Maple Syrup Podcast, everybody. <laughs> <laughs> Drewski's actually away. So uh, what you heard was a conversation that was pre-recorded a few days ago, which is, but it's still fresh because it's Keisha Fresh. But remember to follow us on Instagram and Twitter, Instagram Maple Syrup Podcast, and on Twitter Maple Syrup Show. Make sure to follow me, R-D-O-T-C-H-U-N-G, and the homie Drewski in his absence at AJLift1. And I guess you can follow, no, after you say you didn't want no big up. Perion Prince. Hey, if you, if you guys ever need a great photographer or videographer, shout out Perion Prince at Perion Prince Productions. Perion Prince Photography on Instagram. I don't know why I just gave... I hope I get my sponsorship dollars for this. <laughs> Listen, we're going to end off with Keisha Fresh for our hot cake of the week. And uh, next week, we'll give you another episode. So remember, maple syrup is sweet, not sappy. <laughs> Ooh, give me some of that sweet, sweet syrup, baby. Cold hooks when the melody comes, it's like, that's the break, feel the fever through your body when the beat drops, it's like, that's something you can't fake. Cold hooks when the melody comes, it's like, that's the break, feel the fever through your body when the beat drops, it's like, something you can't fake. Cold hooks got you shook off the realness for real. This that paraplegic can still feel it. Everybody got the boogie when the beat drop, and then they boogie when the beat stopped. I used to hit up, pop at the barbershop, tell them where the party at. Bring the Bacardi and the forties where the shorties at. And the dudes roll through on cue. I mean he cute, he cute, and he could catch the groove. I know a lot of y'all here for the free licks and bubbly. X man trying to bubble me. I thought that you was done with me. DJ got the sound system bumping. The Lights turn low, what the hell you waiting for, huh? Cold hooks when the melody comes, it's like That's the break, feel the fever through your body when the beat drops, it's like That's something you can't fake Cold hooks when the melody comes, it's like That's the break, feel the fever through your body when the beat drops, it's like That's something you can't fake Tim is at the door, humor's at the door Pumps at the door, leaders at the door, valleys at the door, feelers at the door. Now everybody go hit the dance floor. Tim's at the door, Puma's at the door, Pumps at the door, Adidas at the door, Valley's at the door, Feelers at the door. Now everybody go hit the dance floor. Head spins all around, watch where you step. Heads on the ground, peep the right, left. Graffiti on that wall, the art is priceless. Alive but lifeless, the sky's got eyelids. I might check the light sets, I might check the tight decks, I might wreck the night steps. I'm tired. But I got a lot of fight left So come and see me if you need me Bending beanies on that night shift Cold hooks when the melody come It's like That's the break Feel the fever through your body When the beat drops It's like That's something you can't fake Cold hooks when the melody come It's like That's the break Feel the fever through your body When the beat drops It's like That's something you can't fake 
Tim's at the door, Puma's at the door, Pumps at the door, Adidas at the door, Valley's at the door, Feelers at the door. Now everybody go hit the dance floor. Tim's at the door, Puma's at the door, Pumps at the door, Adidas at the door, Valley's at the door, Feelers at the door. Now everybody go hit the dance floor. Cold hooks when the melody comes, it's like. Got my melody. That's the break for the fever through your body.